Hey there, listeners. Caroline here. I hope you enjoyed our episode on Suleiman and Hurem. I loved doing the research for this and was definitely surprised by a number of the little nuggets that I found. If you haven't listened to the whole episode yet, please do so now. This supplement is just a little dessert, a sweet extra at the end of the main course, but it will have spoilers. You've been warned. While Hurem was the love of Suleiman's life, he was also incredibly devoted to his best friend, Ibrahim Pasha. The two were childhood friends whose loyalty and trust surprised many. For Ibrahim, just like Hurem, was captured as a young boy, likely around age six, and was enslaved by the Ottoman governor of Bosnia. Also like Hurem, his parents were Orthodox Christians, though he hailed from Parga, a town in northwestern Greece that was then part of the Republic of Venice. It's believed he met Suleiman when the prince arrived in Manisa at around age 12. The two became fast friends. Suleiman appreciated Ibrahim's intelligence, wit, and loyalty. I think it's incredible to parallel his historic rise with that of Hurem. Both put their faith in Suleiman and were rewarded with ranks and titles beyond their own imaginings. When Suleiman ascended the throne, he immediately rewarded his best friend with numerous posts, beginning with Falconer to the Sultan, which really sounds quite lovely. But he rapidly promoted through the ranks, so quickly, in fact, it's said he asked Suleiman to delay his promotions, claiming others were jealous of his remarkable ascent. But this modesty only pleased the Sultan more, who lavished his friend with gifts, titles, and eventually the ultimate job, Grand Vizier, effectively the head of the government. He also made a promise to never kill him during his reign. And let's just let that sink in. What a scary and weird and sad promise. Oh yeah, I will never kill you. Thanks, friend. By most accounts, Ibrahim was a good administrator and, some claim, the most loved Grand Vizier in Ottoman history. But that is a debate for another day. After years in his service and marrying one of Suleiman's own sisters, Ibrahim made a fatal mistake, similar to that of Mustafa. During a campaign against the Persian Safavid Empire, Ibrahim awarded himself an honorary title for his success, as one does. Unfortunately, this title included the word Sultan. Ugh. Now, I know, I can almost hear you guys at home. What a moron! And you would be correct. Things began to snowball and their relationship began to change. However, Suleiman had not forgotten his promise to his best friend. So, before he ordered his execution, he acquired a fatwa meaning a decision given by a mufti or Muslim scholar, and this decree gave Suleiman permission to take back his oath in exchange for building a mosque in Istanbul. It's very akin to the indulgences of the Catholic Church, at least in this chronicler's opinion. A week after receiving this piece of paper, or parchment, Ibrahim was executed in his bed, strangled with a bowstring, a fate usually saved for royalty. So at least he went out in style. For the seven days leading up to the execution, Ibrahim understood what fate awaited him. He and Suleiman broke Ramadan fast together each night for all seven days. 
and letters discovered posthumously confirm that he was aware of the situation, but chose to stay loyal to Suleiman. Now, that is loyalty. He knows he's coming for him, and yet he stays. Stupid, but loyal. For Suleiman's part, it's believed he wanted Ibrahim to run away and avoid this grisly end. He was kind of hoping he would take matters into his own hands. Though why he didn't just exile him or something like that, I really have no idea. But ours is not to reason why. Later in life, Suleiman regretted this decision. Ironically, we have no evidence that he regretted murdering his own sons, Mustafa or Bayezid. His regrets can be read in his poems, which stress themes of love and friendship, trust and loyalty. But back to our leading lady. While Hurem didn't make the official story, she is most definitely behind the scenes. Many scholars believe that it was Hurem's influence which steered Suleiman to betray his friend. There are accusations of jealousy, of greed. Some claim that Ibrahim always supported Mustafa and spoke openly to the Sultan about the topic. This, obviously, would not have pleased Hurem. However, it's very important to note that these insinuations are from later scholars. Her contemporaries and the empire at large do not seem to hold her culpable of this. Based on most accounts, she was not credited with that amount of influence during her lifetime because, you know, she's a woman. To quote one of her biographers, Leslie Pierce, It is surely a measure of Hurem's posthumous fame that she bore the blame for deeds that may have never crossed her mind. And that, my friends, is that. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this little extra. We're going to offer them for every episode for our patrons on Patreon, so we hope to see you there. As Hurem might have said, Gule Gule, or bye bye for now. Stay pithy, y'all. <laughs>